Okay, guys, welcome back to the show. And I have a returning guest, a fella that was on a long, long time ago when I started this thing up and he was lucky enough to give me an opportunity to interview him. I think in episode 25, I think we're on episode maybe 275 now. Uh, it's Fozzie guitarist, Mr. Billy Gray. Thanks for coming back, man. Hey, dude, thanks for having me again, man. Glad to be here. Thank you. Yeah. So, look, we uh, the last time we caught up, it was before even all the COVID stuff and the two shows you guys played over here. And I don't know, like, if you knew how close your show was to being cancelled here last year. Not last year, the year before, you know, when all this COVID stuff was going on. Everyone had to be vaccinated to go in. It was just a crazy fucking time. Like, how did you get through that moment? Because I know it was very difficult for musicians and your world was kind of shut down, really. Yeah, through that moment right there. <clears throat> excuse me. Well, when we got to Ireland, we um, we got to the border. You know, we went, we came over on the ferry, we got to the border, and something was wrong Um with the carnet, you have to have a carnet with every piece of gear that you have. So something was wrong with it. So we ended up having to stay at the border for a while. And it's just like, oh, God. So we, we, we finally got away, you know, got got through that because the uh, the, the uh, border people were very nice and very patient and, and did their job very well. So we got to, you know, we got through that. We got to the venue. And they threw another COVID test. So our tour manager, she had to scramble to find a place for us to do it. And we scrambled to go get it done and all kinds of stuff, dude. So um, wow. we were actually really glad to be able to play the show because we always love playing Ireland. Oh, my God. We love the crowds there. So, dude, it, you know, we went through some, you know, I mean, it is what it is. And we went through what we had to do and uh, and and ended up having to, you know, had some great shows. Yeah, yeah. And like last year was really good. Well, I keep saying last year, but last year is like last month, but you know what I mean? So like it's 2023 yeah, yeah. now, but the 2021 show was at a really good time over here because everything was kind of closed. And even after yes. you guys played, there was no nightclubs to go afterwards. Everyone was made to go home because I was supposed to be doing a kind of a an after party for the fans and stuff. But we didn't even get to do that. So that ah. was a real shame. But then you guys came back in December again, twice within a calendar year. Yeah, massive, massive UK tour in bigger venues. Yes. What's what's it been like just to come back and go to all these bigger venues in such a small window as well? Because normally it could be maybe two years or three years before you guys come back again. Well, you know, it was really cool, dude, because you know we, you know, the UK. Um, we always look at it kind of as the second home for Fozzie, other than America. So. To come back, um, you know, actually in the same year, you know, uh, and be able to, um, or not the same year, but you know what I'm saying. The, same uh, physical come back year. And, yeah, within yeah. that window of time. So to come back and play those good venues and, and the bigger venues and the crowds be there, oh, my God, it was, it was special. Very special. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, we loved it, it dude. How did you get on in Australia? Because they were kind of an even stricter country than we were. That that tour was put off a load of times and you finally got to go over. What was that like? Oh, dude, that that was a very um the all the shows were awesome. All of them were. And and as far as the the country, I mean, honestly, they were pretty open, you know, like very open. Does that make sense? Yeah. And in that sense yeah. of not a there was no uh, 
not a lot of people wear masks and stuff like that. They was very open. Okay, I'll just leave it at that. But the shows were killer. Uh, they were the best ones we've had over there. And uh, we look forward to going back there as well. Yeah. I've just got to show a little clip from Dublin. Okay. I could keep going. I could just play the whole thing, but um, <laughs> you guys, as a band, right? If this if this makes sense to you, okay, I feel that you guys haven't even reached your peak yet. And when I look at other bands, okay, you'll say that maybe Metallica didn't top the Black Album, according to people and stuff like that. But I feel that you guys are making better records and it's not to dismiss the old records but i just think that you're making better records as time goes along do you feel that as a band i do because um because the last two records actually last three records we started with uh johnny andrews on do you want to start a war he did um he did lights go out and a couple other songs on that yeah but then on the judas record and this past record boombox he wrote and produced the whole record so um as far as like lyrics and melody and stuff like that he and rich and and chris did but him as a producer opens up just so much of what the band needed to uh to move forward so yeah i think that was kind of like a new beginning and 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 the best is yet to come yeah and what way and, do you, uh, you... uh, to not to take away from the song on boombox the worst is yet to come which i really love the song <laughs> <laughs> You guys, uh, what do you think the main difference is between you guys now and you guys back then in terms of like records? Well, we've been we've we've done a lot of touring. We've played with a lot of bands. We've played with a lot of festivals. We've worked with a great producer. You know, I mean, and that changes you. That that makes you better. That makes you pay. That makes you learn from others. Uh, most importantly, so I think that that's the deal with that. Yeah. And you guys, of course, since we last talked, uh, I talked to Frank and then he left Fozzy. Yeah. And um, how was how was Grant settled in? It seems like he's always been in the band, like with Grant and PJ there now. And you guys, it just seems like you kind of, again, not to dismiss old members, but you kind of have no, the no. perfect combination now. Yeah, we have a great combination. You know, Grant is a, he's a, we've known him for years. He, he um, his band through fire toured with us back a few years ago so we got to know him really good then and and he's also a member of guardians of the jukebox with rich ward so um yeah i mean dude he just came in and 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 just just nailed everything and and just fits right in along with pj pj came in like a like a pro and a champ as well yeah absolutely and hey check this out if you hear some weird noises over here i got this 16 year old pug on the couch my little doggy so okay. he's over here getting pissed off right now because he hears me talking. You hear that? He's, yeah. He hears me talking. So, uh, yeah, just ignore it right now So if we can. And if I have yeah. to, I'll take him upstairs. But right now, I'm going I'm to let him chill. Yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's just uh, wants more attention. I think that's all. Yes, yeah. I mean, if you look at my latest videos I put up on Instagram and stuff like that, 
he's the actual star of the video. So, you know, he's <laughs> he's getting there, man. He's getting there. Yeah. yeah. So coming up, coming up, we've got a huge um US tour starting on the twenty third of March and finishing on the seventeenth yeah. of April. You guys are hitting the road again. Um, what can people expect that might be going to those shows that haven't seen you guys in a while? And how does it feel to be going on? I know you guys really put in the work when you go on tour. Like you don't half ass it, like you go on big long ass tours. No, we're gonna um what they can expect is a fun show with the added production to it. Um, you know, and we got some great openers. We got Seventh Day Slumber coming out with us. We got Nocturnal Affair. So I mean, you know, dude, it's gonna be it's gonna be Fozzy, you know, Fozzy with, you know, moving forward and uh, rocking the house, dude, as we like to do. Yeah. yeah. And the, the evolution, Billy, of your audiences has changed over the years as well. Like when I first seen you guys, maybe 15, 16 years ago, there would have been a lot of maybe fans that would just know Chris from wrestling and stuff. Yes. And ever since the years have kind of moved on now, as well as those maybe wrestling fans that are still there as part of the audience you've gathered like a really big fan base from just Fozzie's music alone. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm, and we're glad, you know, you know, us as musicians that, you know, we're a band, you know, so we want people to like the band and, and, and that's what it's all about. You know, we're blessed to be in a band with a, with a, uh, with a talented uh, guy like Chris, who's got a great following in wrestling, but, it, and, and at the end of the day, we just want to be known as a great band that, that plays good songs and plays good shows. Yeah, I suppose what I kind of say it is, it's it's not overshadowed by Chris, really. You know, it's just it's evolved into a way that, and I think a lot of it came from maybe your commercial radio play in the states as well, which is huge over there. It's not really a big thing in Ireland, but it's great to have your songs on the radio over there as well. Yes, it is. Radio is a big deal here in the U.S. because I mean, you know, that's where people hear you, and then you know, spot. We have Spotify now. We have all the different streaming outlets so but radio still in the u.s is a big thing so it, it really has helped us a lot yeah and while we touch on the wrestling you made your AEW debut as well playing the yes. guitar for judas for chris coming in what was that like man was that crazy man that was awesome dude i gotta tell you it was um just being back there um you know me myself i um I'm, i don't watch wrestling regularly or anything like that uh, I used to as a child, yeah. but I don't as much anymore. I just, I'm too busy playing and writing and whatever. So anyway, to yeah. be able to go back there and be backstage and see what goes on. It's as, as Chris puts it, it's like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. You got people <laughs> training, you got doctors in the room, uh, uh, treating people. You got, um, you got seamstresses in there making clothes you got photo shoots going on you got meetings going on you got pre-production you got all this i mean it's incredible so to be able to go back to be back there and see that going on and then be able to like walk up those those uh steps to that stage and walk out there with the pyro and all that it was like it was awesome yeah were you were you nervous doing that oh my god yeah i was i gotta say really? i was nervous yeah i was i was Definitely. Is that is that so kind of part because of the fun I, of it? Yeah. Is that because you kind of you were on your own? Wasn't Rich supposed to do it with you? But Rich was sick at the time. Yeah. 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 Rich was not feeling well at the time. So I, uh, yeah, doing it on my own. I was like, all right, dude. If you hit one wrong note, it's gonna be, uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> so, and then um, 
So when the pyro went off, there was a little bit of crackling in my, I had my in-ears in. So when the pyro went off, it, my, my wireless started crackling and stuff. And I was like, well, don't stop. So, you know, and, it, and you know, it was so much fun. Dude. It, was, it was a blessing to be able to do that. Yeah, good exposure for the band as well, I, I suppose, like seeing because the, the, the yes. wrestling audience is so vast as well and having your music playing is really is really good for you guys commercially as well, you know? Nice little bonus. Yep. The next thing I was going to say, when you guys were here in December, Chris was saying that you're going to come back this year, 2023. Is that still the plan? Are you guys going to come back to the UK and Ireland, do you think, this year? I would, I would say so, yeah. I would say so. I would okay, say so. You... I don't know any date or time frame but i would say so for sure yeah yeah and have you guys got much festivals now lined up for the for the summertime or what way you guys looking not as of yet that i've seen we're doing this run and this run's gonna be a long one that's not all the dates on it the ones that we have up are not all the dates. so there's gonna be more um we're doing a couple festivals and uh and and that'll take us through like beginning midsummer so yeah yeah very good. I uh, just want to talk for a second about, I'll just flash it up on screen here. This is you guys. Yeah. Your tour dates there and your VIP, which yeah. includes your concert ticket now as well, which is not a lot of people are doing. So it's a very good value. But I uh, just want to talk about the VIP because, for example, when I was in Dublin, I was recording for you guys. I see the nine-year-old kid, my friend Tommy's son, Zach, get up and he sing Judas with you and you guys get to sit there and people get to ask questions. Like it's a really intimate experience. So yes, for people, for people that are thinking about getting a VIP ticket, why should they, you know, and I know. Okay. Why should they? Because you're going to get to see us play some songs uh, at the VIP that you're not going to see at the show. Okay. Then you're uh, you get the whole sound check experience. Then you get the chance to hang out with the band by, your, you know, with the, with the other VIPs and, and, and the band, and, and you get to ask questions, some personal questions, whatever, you know, as long as they're not too personal, I guess, you know, <laughs> uh, you get to, you know, you get to interact with us, you get the photo with us, and, you know, the whole sound check experience, you know, as a kid, that's what I always wanted to do. So, and I'm so glad that Fozzie's doing it. It's like, it's, it's so much fun for us to be able to do it. Mm hmm and in terms of boombox, then when we when we last talked, you were yeah. talking to me about hooks. Hooks are so important in songs. Yes, and it's they kind are. Of the same, it's kind of the same in in boombox. You've kind of trans transitioned on from the Judas album as well. Um, yeah. What's the what's the kind of reception been over there in terms of airplay and just from the fans in general about the boombox album? Oh, the boombox album has done is doing really well uh i still burn did really well on radio here for us and 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 um and it, it's full of hooks as you know so yeah i mean dude that the album has been taken really well here and you know we play quite a few songs off of it live as well you know especially when we come out this spring on the tour we're gonna have a lot of songs off of it so uh yeah man it's been taken really well here actually mm. really well yeah and you guys kind of mixed up the set list within the last year as well. Like there was a few old classics came back in there, like Martin yeah. No More and stuff. Yes. Just wondering, uh, one of my one of my personal favorite songs from you guys has always been God Pounds His Nails. Do you think that could ever return at any point? Well, dude, you never know. I think uh, what uh, there's talk about it being played at a couple shows coming up just for fun. So uh, I think you might be able to, you might hear that one again at some point. Exactly. That one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
and another one would be SOS. But I know you guys like you don't you want to. You never throw in know. Too many. You might. I love that song too. You might hear that yeah. one again as well. You never know, bud. You know. I think yeah. well, Fozzie's a band that can. We have so many songs now. We can start switching them up. You know, for different tours. Yeah. How do you feel about uh, playing covers when you're when you're live as well? Because obviously you do Dirty Deeds now and Relax, and they're both kind of put your own spin on them as well. Like, how do you mind playing covers? Would you rather play originals? Does it matter to you? Dude, I love playing those covers like that. When we play Relax, I it's my I love that song, dude. I'm telling you. I mean, it makes me just like it, it brings chills to my to my skin when we play it. It really does. And because it's it's just such a fun song. So, dude, I love doing the covers our own way, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think people really like them as well. And that's another thing. If you have casual fans in that maybe haven't seen you guys before, covers totally. is a way of just kind of bringing them together as well, isn't it? Yes, very, very, definitely, definitely. Uh, what was I going to say? Yes. One question that was asked at the VIP, and this, this is kind of like a personal story for me. It's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, when... I've got a 16-month-old daughter, okay? And when I take my three-year-old to school, my wife to still be in work. She works nights. So yeah. the next day, before I go to work, I get to have a shower, but I have to put the baby to one side. So what does she do? She sits in bed while I go take a shower, and she watches Fozzy from Bloodstock 2018 straight through from the live uh, wow. that's up on YouTube. And she just sits there, and when lights go out, come on, she claps, she knows all the songs, she just sits there, and it's the only thing that keeps her quiet. It's crazy. Look, keep on playing it, then. <laughs> yeah, but my, my point my point what it, with it was that, would you guys ever consider, I know you got asked at the VIP, doing a kind of a live DVD, because that's something I think a lot of the fans would like as well. Would we ever consider it? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Like, one day it'll definitely... I would say it'll yeah. happen for sure. Oh yeah. Well, when I say DVD, I think those things are gone. But oh, a live, a live, a video live streaming DVD or show. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I think that'll yeah. happen in the future for sure. Yeah, because you guys done one over the over the lockdown as well, which I really enjoyed in the studio. Yeah, yeah, we did definitely, definitely. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so pretty much that's that's pretty much everything I wanted to talk to you today about. Cool, bro. Um, cool. FuzzyRock.com for all your information. Can I talk? Do you mind if I throw a a, ta- a, uh, a shout out to my boys and tattoo the scars and go uh, go check yes, that actually, out? Actually, that was something I had down. Tattoo the scars, and you're playing in a cover band as well, is it? Yeah, I do a Def Leppard um, tribute band here at home yeah. just for fun. It's called Let's Excitable. It. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, we do that, and uh, yeah, but like. My main other project, Tattoo the Scars, is definitely we're gonna we're gonna definitely start playing some shows and, and have some things happen hopefully this summer and spring. Yeah, excellent. And where can people find information, Tattoo the Scars, then just through your own personal social medias as well? Yeah, yeah. Uh, on my own personal social media, you can go to Billy Gray RPG on Instagram, uh Billy Gray Musician on um Facebook, uh on uh on TikTok, Billy Gray official, and the same goes for Tattoo the Scars. All that, they're all same same uh, platforms for them as well. Excellent, man. Look, 
pleasure talking to you again. I know you're a busy guy, and absolute pleasure to have you on today. And I'll see I've you. Got a, I've got a 16 year old hug yelling at me over here to get him something to eat. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get him something to eat real quick. Yeah, I'll see you soon, man. Hey, thank you, Morris. Thank you, dude. Thank you, man.